0: What's going on ladies and gentlemen, this is muscle and this is another two line music Hut's entertainment report podcast. And today we have a really special guest. Listen, this man is a singer, songwriter, and a producer. And this is one of these quiet giants that you don't really get to hear about, but he's done a lot in the business and we're going to hear about it tonight. You know, we have in the building today, we have Mr. Robert French in the building today. What's going on, big boss.
1: (laughs) Everything is up, you know, life is here, so we're all good.
0: We're talking today, you know, and that is one of the wonderful things, you know. You understand. Thank you for joining us here on the Entertainment Report podcast tonight.
1: Respect. No, it's a pleasure.
0: All right. On this podcast, we like to go right from the beginning and then bring it right up to 2022. So my first question for you is this. Where did you grow up in Jamaica and what type of child were you? Well, I grew up in the in 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 Kingston, you know, um, Kingston
1: and Saint Andrew region, and um, it was for a child like me, you know, a child like me was just an humble youth and always um, light to fun, you know, play with my friends, listen music, and you know, music was one of the things that intrigued me a lot. And um it draw me closer to uh, a lot of stars that I used to love and still love. Cardia icons and you know, um that's me as one of the child, you know, and just love to sit down and, and meditate a lot. And
0: that's me. All right. And what was the neighborhood like growing up when you're growing up in Kingston at this time, you know?
1: Well, it was a neighborhood um it was kind of like a rough, you know, rough, rough neighborhood, you know. I never grew up in any uptown whatsoever. I always grew up in the, the wood, they call it here, you know what I mean? So it was like, you know, there and um, seeing a lot of crime and seeing a lot of good things and all of that. Everything mixed up in one, you know, and it was a tenement yard. I used to live in a, a, a yard where a lot of tenants, live in one yard. So it's just that um, we encounter with a lot of different people and, you know, we have to just know how to live and live skillfully and get out reach each time, which I did know, you know, and um, that was it.
0: You understand. And your parents, were your parents working? They were hustling. What were they into back then?
1: All right. My parents was always hustling. And my, my, my mom, she was the backbone for everything because my father wasn't around as much. But my mom was the one who be the mother and the father. And um, I used to watch her and she used to teach me that, um, listen, when you grow up, just be firm. And when you have a lady around you, you must always, you know, look out and look out for the kids and all of that. And my mom was just real grounded, rooted in a, in a way where she used to do like domestic work, which they call helper. And um, we used to, I used to go with her. Everywhere she goes, she, I used to be her handbag. So it's that I used to travel with her and see what kind of situation she was facing and everything but luckily she was always working with some good people mm. and I met my godmother through the same situation where she worked and I met the um the Osangs mm. and they taught me well they keep me grounded to and you know going through her process and everything you know I watch her she really time hard you know
0: Mm-hmm. Got you 100%. And brothers or sisters, you have any brothers or sisters?
1: Yes, man, I have too much. I <laughs> <laughs> my think my dad I have like 27. Wow. Yeah. My mom, she have like six kids. Mm-hmm. I'm included
0: in the six. And where do you fall? Oldest, youngest, in between, where do you fall?
1: All right, I'm the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I'm the third one. So I'm just right in the middle.
0: And what was it growing up being in the middle, where you have the younger ones, you have younger, and you have older? What was it like being a middle child growing up?
1: It was it was good. You know? It was not as bad as I thought it to be. You now because um, I have to take care of the younger ones, and the, the bigger ones have to take care of all of us <laughs> who were behind them. You know what I mean? So um, I used to just watch my brother. I still love my brother. I used to be um, a, 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 a stepping stone behind my brother because my brother used to be a, a, a more rooty, um young man growing up and I used to watch him doing the milk work and working at a uh, certain place and he would take me along. We call him to the start of me, you know, from I was like a baby, you know, because I don't know, the, I, I, I just grew up and just start doing this musical vibes and, my brother used to see that in me, which is an me. So he used to take me along with him to everywhere he used to go. And my sister, now, she used to be um, one that um, I used to take her because she never knew a lot of places. I used to take my other, my biggest sister, I used to take her along with me and show her places and all of that. So that's what it all used to be. And that's it.
0: Right there. All right. And even growing up now, cause you have your brothers, you see what your mom's doing and everything. You see the neighborhood. What did you think you were going to get into growing up? Do you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, a judge, a soldier, a mechanic? What did you want to be?
1: Hmm. I didn't want to be a pilot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't want to be a pilot. And, um, I used to be around my same godmother, Wish her husband was a pilot. Mm -hmm. and he used to fly for the clear Jamaica. And um, I used to watch him, I used to emulate him a lot. I used to just see him and used to be like, yo, I want to be a pilot. And I watch all his his friends come to the house and you you can see all them friends and all them really, Bond together and all of that. And I used to say, "Yeah, that, I, I want to be a pilot one day." But the thing is, when I used to um, think about the pilot and going to Kingston College, um, I find out that um, yeah, if I want to be the pilot. For me, I get more scared. because I miss the plane. I've opened another. Got to decide I go up another year. I'm not afraid. Yeah. I thought me I've got to. Go do. Hmm. And, so after, after a while, I find out that the height is like a, a trouble to me in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I say, well, don't want to go up on the height anymore. I mean, so I'm Some to start. So my up. we have this um, school band. Mm. And that draws me away from the pilot, thinking to
0: music music. So then this was when you went to school now. Was this when you discovered your voice? Say, hey, okay, I could actually sing DJ or do something no. with my voice?
1: No, I discovered this from when I was a, a, a little kid because I used to see all the stars come to the yard that I used to live in. I used to live in a yard where all the stars come to come to that yard. And um I used to have Desmond Naker, used to have Fred McKay Used to have that, um, that's when they can, the AC, the AC, yeah, and Monty Morris, and all of these big stars used to come to the yard. Dennis Brown, you name a few. And um, to name a few of them, I could remember there we were some musicians there too, and uh, every day they come to the yard and keep jamming, jamming. So one day I th- I say, Desmond, James, and Barry, which is the Desmond deck, and the ASS, and the television, and then them singing. Um, I'm going to say, Wait, who would have to the TV? Who would have go to the TV, too? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm start, I said to myself, saying, you No, know, I'm, I'm start singing, on We'll start singing, I'm going to go for the TV. So one day I'm going to sing, and it's like, when I finish singing to myself, me like the same song me I sing. I play on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you But the song is so like the song me I sing a while ago. And from this, I know I keep on... I jam to myself on the track. Um, be a perfectionist in um, the music. But at the time, I never catch a craft as well as I thought I would. But, you know, growing up and everything and growing up and growing up and growing up and hearing music every day, my first song, when I sing my first song, I sound like Madhu. Okay. And when I sing that song, um, the song named Car Girl, and when I sing the song, I was like, wow! I sound like Madhu. Mm-hmm. But um, at the time, I still want to perf- um, be a perfectionist and go iron, 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 iron. So we decided, all right, sound like Madhu no. Who else, may I go a song like mm-hmm. start your Barrington Levy, mm-hmm. start your Tristan Palmer, start your Barry Brown, start your Linval Thompson, start here, some great stars singing Eddie mm-hmm. Brown. And I said, No, madam I've got a kitchen voice here. So I start to catch a lot of voices, mm-hmm. and me know I'm catching a lot of voices. I could sing like Barton Levy, I can sing like Tristan Palmer, I can sing like. Then Thompson. I can perfect some of the sounds And then I said to myself, well, you know, um I catch the sounds and may I catch the vocals and catch the, the melodies and everything. So I'm you know, um, may I try to come to my own or may I see who me is. So while I was growing, growing up into the music, I find out that one day I um, sing for the school, mm-hmm. which I used to do all the sets. And I used to go around and sing in, 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 in different schools. Mm-hmm. And I see um it was Peter Tash at the Centus. Mm-hmm. And I sang that evening and he come and said to me, say, come here, you, you know, so I went top. If you keep at it, you know, you could top the business and you'll be know, a star or." Some say, yeah, that encouraged me more now. So some start out and start performing. And ah, Junior Tucker uh, and all of us was in the same school. So we start those shows together and the band started playing. From that, you know, um, we start grooving to my own and then I find that skill. And mm-hmm. knowing that I find that skill, I was trying to perfect the heart more and more. So
0: this is where really it's sad. That's where it's at. So then you said in school you you were in the band and all that. Did you actually join any competitions back then or anything? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. I did um, the Bohemia
1: and all of them. And second, Mm -hmm. I finished third. And if I really want to win none of them, Mm I will go to Skateland though. And i went to skate no I, I'm, 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 let me recap that i think i win the skateland one okay. i never get it i never get any money for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get promise yeah. Because um all the, the, the talent shows ago there was always a prize mm-hmm. and the prizes that i did always want to um win all of these prizes and I think that was a good thing about there was some. Bad, bad singer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I go there, I see, find them out. I said, wow, them guys are been tougher than me, man. And mm-hmm. I said, yo, we don't want them to tap it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that was one of the things that gave me my experience. Mm-hmm.
0: Right there. So, okay, so you're doing all this wonderful stuff now. When was the first time you actually went into a studio now?
1: Uh, my first time I went into a studio, it was um my first single, Cara Girl, sounding like you. you Madhu. Mm-hmm. And um when I go to a studio that was in the way back. I can't even remember the day. <laughs> it was <laughs> way back. And I go into a studio, but I never perfect the art. I never catch where I'm at, right, at that time. So, mm-hmm. I said to myself, you know what, I go into the studio, the first time, this little small studio, with these two guys around the machine, and you have to sing. You can't stop. You've mm-hmm. to keep singing. Anyway, I go in and I sang, and it was good. The song come out as nice as I expected to, and, you know, it make a little buzz, because it was selling and BP records, and all of them were selling my records. And um, from there, I said to myself, you know what, I think I'm going to keep going at it. So was, that was my first song and my first studio experience. And then I moved from there, and then I started going to, to, to Joe Gibbs and all of them. And then my expertise started. Everything will start coming into place, and I started to blow up from
0: there at that time there at that time were you actually singing on any area songs at that time, or you were just more or less trying to get into studio and record music
1: all right at that time when I finished doing that first song, yeah, I was trying to get on some sound systems mm-hmm. because you know that's where now you're gonna um get that big buzz mm-hmm. because the sound system carry every People from all over Kingston, and you have people come to the dances, and you know, you have to go in and hold a mic and all of that. So, that was one of my experiences too. Yes, when I go to the dances, I always want to hold a mic, but I was like, there and telling artists, you know what, I'm an artist, doing you know, but you know, I never get that buzz at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I still wait until my turn. So, one day I go to, um, uh, it was Gemini Club, which Gemini was playing. Mm. And I see Ringo, an artist named Ringo. Mm. He was the top top at that time. Yeah, I said I to Ringo, Ringo, I said, who are you? I said, you just sing now? I said, yeah. I said, well, you can sing. I said, you sure? I said, yeah, well, we can sing. I said, all right, I'll give you the mic, you know. Mm. And at the time, he of so boom, I push the mic in me. And, I we have a perform right here and then we start singing and the club and, and everybody start raving and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I, I I started to be a singer old sing on many different sound systems. Like the Metromeda was one of my first songs too. Metromeda, Stone Love. Then you go to um, Kilimanjaro, Stereograph, name all of them sounds. I was one who used to go around and sing on the sounds and stereo mix from um from Ochi mm-hmm. and you have m- many other sounds. Many other sounds I used to be singing on.
0: Okay, so you didn't have like a permanent song where okay this is Jaro and his song, this is your song. You were just guessing my sound was a
1: mm-hmm. My sound was Metrometer because that's the sound that I started out on Metrometer with Metrometer coming out. Mm-hmm. And um as a, as a as a sound system. So I was singing on Metromeda and MetroMeter was just the sound that I like. And it was a lot of friends on Metromeda, Peter Metro, and you have all of the guys and like Zuzu and all of these guys. And you know, it was always welcoming to go to Metromeda. And every time I go to Metrometer I'm a star. Mm-hmm. So everybody would pass the mic to me as I, I, I hit the dance. So it was a good vibe. It mentioned that. Uh,
0: that they're okay. You're singing, you're doing yourself your own song. How come you never changed your name and adopted like a stage name or something? You just kept your original name right through.
1: Because I'm original.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. <sighs> <laughs> because I find, because I always, because to tell you the truth, I thought your name was a, was a made-up name, especially when you put the two F's on the French. But as I really looked into it and did some research, I said, no nah, man, this is the man's real name. Yeah, because you see the difference with me now. I
1: I, I I want to make me, and for me to make me, I have to stay as original as I can be. I never want to use any Flaw, other names, or whatsoever, well, because the difference is I want this to become my business and I want to stay in this business and um, protect my brand, which is Robert French. And my career going forward, it's always wanted to stay original.
0: Mm-hmm. Got you 100%. I know somebody you connected with early in your career was um Joe Gibbs. How do you connect with Joe Gibbs? Through so a classmate. Uh,
1: my classmate, his dad, was the owner of Joe Gibbs. Mm. And that's Rocky Gibbs. And um we go to school together for a bit and then um we branch apart because Rocky Gibbs go to um JC and I go stick um go to KC because we always going to KC, both of us was going to KC and then Rocky Gibbs leave and go to JC and I stay at KC. And from there, um I know Rocky Gibbs and I keep that link with him. But one day I um want to go to a big studio to really do some recording and I decided that I would go to Joe Gibbs. And while I was going to Joe Gibbs, I go there with a friend, and in Joe Gibbs' studio stand-up in the yard, I see um the, the, there was an engineer named Errol, Errol Thompson, right? Mm-hmm. And Errol Thompson was the big bad engineer. And I, st- I stand up in the yard and everything. And General T comes to me and say, What are you guys doing in the yard? And I was like, Yo, Come for say me, can buy some song, you know. And he said, Come for say can buy some song. We are doing it. And some <laughs> Meet me. I get a meet that day. Mm. And even when I get a meet up that day, I was saying to myself, you no, know, stop me, song go back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> From, I, I cry on my way home because I get beat up that day. I mean, when we get beat up, mommy, I say, oh, I'll you know, take it like a man, you know. We got a beat up that we get, you no. Know, it just made me even stronger, you know. I make me have the courage to go back, you know. So when we go back the next day, I plan to get another beat up. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when we reach reaching the yard, there goes Rocky, he gives walk through the
0: gate.
1: And mm. I say, so, wow, Rocky. I'm saying, French, we are there. I'm saying, no, I'm rocky. I'm singing, and I'm saying, boy, sing our French. i never know you sing before. I'm saying, no, man, I sing for you. So I'm just sing something for me. I'm a sing free, man. I'm going to sing it. was a hit song. Barry Salmon wrote that song, too. And I, 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 I sing out that song. And then he said to me, say, come, I'm going to record this song. And we're going to distribute it. Everybody was in in like, everybody was surprised and was like, Oh, man, again. <laughs> my back. And we say, I said, how am I it to again? I thought, we am I hitting my He came back. I said, Raki, I'm going to do it. I had a bad son, this So I said, oh, Raki, you know, something can't move me. And so then put me in the studio and I said, I'm going to hear you. I said, i start singing, the world's studio astonished. And everybody was like, wow, the boy is a boss. He's going make it. And everybody in the student all start applaud me. And you have um Al Campbell, you have Trinity, you have all of them big guys in the student, um Dillinger, and um, I think um I can't remember who was the next person, but everybody applauded me. And I said, All right, then you have a boss of student man. Or said, I'm a master student the first time. Is the um, first, first one uh, too young? No, the first one was on the dance floor.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: That's the one. Say, um, come and dance, dance. Cause it done gone bad already. That song <laughs> and boss the place. Then when I boss the place, now I'ma come with another song. What more do you want? I'ma come with meet me by the river. I'ma come with many other. It's a joke. It's push, push. All of them songs. Girl, no ideas, and everybody know. <laughs> <laughs> no one's never done. No one the done. No. it's from that meeting.
0: To become one of the top singers of the studio, it was a great thing for me. Right there. And you said the first song was on the dance floor. This was a on song written by Barris Hammond. How did you even connect with Barris Hammond in the early stages to even get a song written by Barris Hammond boss?
1: Because I used to go to remember I tell I told you that I, I go got to Skik and under a talent concert mm-hmm. and I never get paid. Mm-hmm. So now let's go back for see and see the the boss man jingles. Mm-hmm. She so said, me can't get back oh, even half of the money. <laughs> <laughs> the get this money, but mm-hmm. on my way up to Skateland, there was a studio beside um, Skateland named Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And Barry Salmon used to be the top, one of the top singers up there because they knew me to do the ballad and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, but then I said to myself, so, You know what? I go for the studio and see what happened, um, you, you know. And I go for the studio one day, I hang out and I hang out with some good friends, Malwin and all of these, Rapper Robert and Tipper Lee and all of these guys. And I remember someone start grove. And now we, we're friends for like 37 or 40 years. And within that time though, there's someone take me on them wings mm-hmm. and then him start show me some things and start groom me as a young artist and I'll show me some things and all of that and write a song for me. Well, but it's a sing the song for Merit, you know. Yeah. But when I was supposed to sing that song for marriage, the time it span for me to sing that song for marriage is like it wasn't moving as fast as I expected to. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, um, so I'm going to go down there and see what I can do. So I'm going down there and when my mate is rocking now, I get the opportunity to sing the song. Mm-hmm. So, when I sing the song now, and this some you notes, know, so, you know, everybody likes the song, and everybody starts saying, Yeah, this song a big tune, big, big tune. So, when I sing the song, Mary's someone that kind of, in the one sex, really, with candy dollars, what a great things something for me, and it's a good friend of mine. I'm always going to give my heart mm-hmm. to the because in the just for all as I look out for the good for me. And then him said to me, All right. Don't worry yourself, you sing the song like I have Many songs, you know, and the boss that, you
0: know. Mm-hmm.
1: Old, many songs about you, you know, don't have to worry about that, you know. You sing mm-hmm. one song, make that one. And I sing the song for Joe Gibbs. Mm-hmm. The song, come bust the place. And then um, the biggest thing about it, when you sing, I sing about the place too, you know. And I go on and I start singing other songs, and thing I go on. They have a group in America, in 470. Mm-hmm. Redone the song. Okay. And so, just like me, And the Love Letter album. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So, um, and they, they, they have a hit song on the album, between the name Tears, Tears, yes, man. Mm-hmm. my emotions coming down. And so, I me meet um, Chisco and start knowing most of the guys. I mean, for some Mm-hmm. And then bust the album, then all the song it blew up. Margie and everybody start playing the song in Jamaica and say and hump here my song with their song. And um it was just big thing, the highlight thing. So Joe Gibbs get that big spark there again from the 470s doing over that song and sky's a limit. And after to today that song stands out. Mm-hmm.
0: On the Dance for a big song. There was another song I think you might have recorded this one for Rocky, which was uh Meet Me by the River. Right, that's another big tune. And the Big Big um, song, it's a Heavenless song. Rhythm. rhythm, yes,
1: man. Yeah, that's a big, big tune. Mm-hmm. And that song was like the second arm. Um, you have Lady and on the rhythm in farm, you have Dennis Brown, your Love Got a Hole on Me, and then you have Meet Me by the River. So them three songs were the three standout song and on that rhythm. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a, a big thing, because Joe Gibbs even put out a, um, a compilation. And the compilation of all the top songs on it, and that was a great compilation for Joe Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Music that's a run through the door like water, and I tell you, they must them sell music. I must see that with my own eyes. And you know it was a good feeling. for I made on the album with them Dennis Brown. And you know, it was a, it was a good feeling.
0: Remember earlier, you said that you used to see Dennis Brown come into the tenement yard, so then you, from seeing him to now being on a record with him, that must be a crazy feeling altogether. What? Dennis Brown, every time I you know produce a song with him too,
1: we're, and, we're gonna get but, into that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then does why, well, you know, then was one of my 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 my, one my artists, one of my artists I love deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um you know, it's sad to know that, you know, him is not around, but him song
0: still lives. Mm-hmm. But then Spoon at the boss, you have to salute him. For sure there. So at this time here now you have a couple of big songs under your belt. Were you starting to perform like on stage shows or fly note or anything at this time, or you were still just local?
1: Well, not mark now the place. I'll go from place to places I go many different places. Grand came all over the places. Um it's the whole of the countries that I travel mm-hmm. It's like um at them young stage, you know, going out of Jamaica, it was, it was a great feeling for me because I um, never expect to read really, them um, most the place like I did in '83 because it it was '83, '82, '83 coming up. Robert French I run, this, run the road, run the road till the end. A lot of people don't know no um, I was out here before. Frankie Paul, I was out there before Junior Reed, I was out there before Michael Palmer, I was out there before, um, Wells. Half Pint, all of them out there before them. I mean, I'm on the place, and so when they come meet me now, then I say, yes, see to now, and know me and them, because it was a cat, a rat, and a dog, and then Robert Frank. That's what it it is to me. <laughs> For sure. Michael Palmer, Junior Reed, half Pint. Mm-hmm. And That's then we have the right big right songs mm-hmm. And then it was always uh uh it was we all can arrival mm-hmm. with me and them guys, but my love aspire, my love Junior and my love Michael Palmer. It was just a survival where we use music against music and all of the baddest music, you know? Mm-hmm. And I chat them against me still, but <laughs> my stand up with them mm-hmm. and me tell you little more m- more about the story going forward, but it was a, it was a, it was on good vibes.
0: Good vibes. All right, I got that in mind. Where it's a junior Reed half pint, and who was the third person? Michael Palmer. I got, Palmer. I got that in mind. Okay, there's another part of your journey I want to ask you about right now. You linked up early with um, Black Solidarity label. That's with Tristan Palmer and a couple of them. How did you even connect with them? <laughs>
1: because a friend of mine from Kingston College, again, introduced me to a guy. Um, that is my guy. I'm not going to style him. Jimmy can take it personally, call them guys. Mm-hmm. So let me let me, uh, rephrase that. I, a, a man named Philip Morgan. Mm-hmm. And um, Philip Morgan was a virgin of mine where through the link with Mark, from KC linked me with him, it must it come become that close and come become so close with me. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Sloan, and Mister must tell me things and Mister said to me, Robert, you know so really and truly a wicked singer. And he Alice always I try to look out for the best of my interests. And Mr. Tell me, so why Come go up and ready, and, and Tristan Palmer you now used to be there with us, though. And Tristan Palmer, after he gives him credit, and he so Tell me some things, too, And I learned some things from him. Mm-hmm. And show me some time over singing and key and all of that. From there, that's saw that link mail. And I've done some songs for him, but um, the major hits was more on the jogic side. Mm-hmm. But I've done some some nice songs for Black Solidarity. Mm-hmm.
0: And I know that you even earlier in the career too, you linked up with um Ja Thomas, the um Midnight Rock label. You oh. guys even put out an album. How did that connection come around? Jack Thomas
1: through the same link. Mm-hmm. Tristan Palmer, Black Solidarity, Aziz Thomas, Philip Thomas, Philip Morgan, I mean with Edan, because them hear me a bust the place now, and on the mere Black Solidarity. So mm-hmm. You know Jamas. Jamas is a man now like this. No, no. See so anyway, in the bad artists. then they might find them because I'm more than midnight rock clear. You know? mm-hmm. So Jamas find me when we had to him. A young hot hot star in the midnight. And Jamas linked me you know with um a, a guy named Oh uh, merging uh, and him. Um me and him do an album together to you know? Anthony Johnson. And Anthony Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I'm, me and Anthony Johnson do, um, did that album, Face to Face. Mm-hmm. And I had some bad tunes on the rhythm then too. I didn't want to go around them through there. And a um, couple of the songs. And I saw Jettomas now, you know, get myself up on the car. And that's some bad rhythm too, you know. Bad rhythm. And I like him rhythm really, then. So and this is the way Roger Thomas peel me away though. You know. A few minutes from Black Solidarity and get them to voice. I will voice them songs and you know, put on that album. But it wasn't saying that Jatamach was a, 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 a producer that I was around for a long time. There was a a, a minute where I go over to Jatamach and those vice couple songs and just go back to my camp.
0: Mm-hmm. So your camp was more or less Black Solidarity, was that was more or less your camp.
1: Oh boy. No, I would Black Sabbath was my one of my camp, yeah. One off. Because I was at Joe Gibbs too and I was even still linking with Barry Simon.
0: So the major camp was Joe Gibbs. Was Joe Gibbs, yeah, because that's where a lot of the early hits came out from, from Joe Gibbs and even his yeah. son, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Right bringing up Barris hammond now now this is this is the too young song this was voice on the harmony house label here so then now is this the after you did the song for joe gibbs he said okay come in now now it's my turn you're gonna do a song for me now all right
1: um <laughs> embarrassing no it, 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 it kind mm-hmm. of different i'll tell you honest you i marry someone someone that if you tell me some boy, you, you, you know, sing till tomorrow morning, it might really trouble me because you have no he's a man that put in put all and in earned time behind me. Mm-hmm. He a lot for me. And it's like when i says sing, I'll little sing because if ah, I something for show me. He must some really unique things where me and him care. If me stick on barisaman tell me I'm ah, not ah, this on TV for the first time I interview. If me embarrassment, if me feel all the time, embarrassment just listen and give me the 100 percent of my want. Because it's just a true music still. No? But if you get a 100% from me, you really walk in the studio. Mm-hmm. Per se, not in time. 100% in the studio. I know. Because so right now, I have a whole song to sing for I me. Mean. Okay. I have a whole to sing And I tell you, I put out them songs, people cry. <laughs> I tell the truth. Because my young and even my voice, is still around. But they have some nice voice. Nice. Songs. When we say nice swipes, you know, ninth nice melody songs where many sit on and produce some songs and mom then. Mm-hmm. See, so but they have to really step out and gonna do some other things, but I did not think for Bears. i never stopped thinking for Bears.
0: Mm-hmm. Big one there. So was it Bears Hammond where you really learned the production business from there? Was that where you got interested in it?
1: Ah no. It's just like I'm always a businessman, you know. I always think business. I always think business. Because you must always learn to give back in the business. Mm-hmm. Always learn to give back. When I started singing and I started singing all of my songs and the hit songs and start coming and all of that. And we see a little flow of income coming in. My thoughts go right back to giving back. Mm-hmm. Well, who can I help? Who next? Who we can help from poverty. You know, cause you know the ghetto is really rough mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't have the talent don't get the chance. So I'm mean, going start look for the talent and when I get when we can help I'm mean, start help a couple of artists I and mean, start produce the songs and because producing is I think i mean, try I want to try it, I say it really I work and it can help people. I start love it even more. So I start doing a lot of productions you now with other different artists. I start a career. I start a lot of artists' career. <clears throat> yeah, but it's I give thanks because I still hear them talk about it and I still hear them say, "Boy, I remember, you know, and I feel good in uh, myself. I feel a joy, but you know what I feel good about? <laughs> they can give back to them family. They can make them kids eat,
0: they can make their mother eat, and they can make their father eat. That's the job for me. It's basically, you paid it forward, so then they could pay it forward, and hopefully anybody after them continues to pay it forward, so it just continues to go on and on and on. Right. You know what I mean? Because of your first label. I know you have two labels. You have France, and you have the French. Night. Mm-hmm. France was the one that um Rough and Tough came out on. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And Modern and Girl, and yeah, uh, where Major Morris, mm-hmm. and you uh, have so many artists. Clement you have Johnny P. Name them. All uh, the artists. Um, I think Lucien came out in France, which um, French. One of them, but there was a lot of artists, even before Loceano, mm-hmm. the Bujabantan Tan, all of them coming up.
0: Uh, right there. So even with the, um, rough and tough, because that one there, you kind of gave them more like a sing-jay, almost like a DJ type of style on it there. Where was that song actually pointed towards somebody or that was just the vibe that you're feeling okay. to put on that song?
1: No, you come back to me and I'll find Peter Reed that's Michael Palmer. <laughs> That song was a song that we made a pressure I missing them three stars and uh, pressure me and stage show uh, every night they pressure me because we had a state show back to back, you know, mm-hmm. we are run state show. I'm missing run state show. Robert French, Michael Farmer Junior Reed. We are run the eighties or run the eighties every show. Mm-hmm. We have different, different shows and things. Someone said them three years, or oh, the mammoth I yeah, we'll make a tune for them, and we'll I was a bad tune for them, you know. Some of them said, you know, I was sitting down with all of them. Everton, one of my vibes, I think I was coming up with a song I am going to say, yeah, man, these are the songs for we'll cool them off, man. I yeah, will cool them somehow, man. I am going to come with them. And they were like, everywhere they started trying tune. The tune started. But the lap and link, the lap and lap and the rough, the up, the the rough, the up. the rough, the like, and Burn them down. So, Mr. Every time they come and stay through, i start getting nervous. <laughs> 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 because I do not know, say, Robert, I don't know, to play with a mercer, and again, put out a song named you No know, Sweet Love with Me. Mm-hmm. And the song, Burn them again. So, it was a good vibe. Mm-hmm. It was a good virus i and Tough. Well, I wanted songs that we're to say hey, up to this time, you know, dance on them, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Because even on that same rhythm has the modern girl, which is to me Courtney Melly's biggest song. How did you even link with Courtney Melly, and you guys came up with that song, Modern Girl? All right, Modern
1: Girl. now is a song where, never virgin, never virgin in Jamaica. Many virgin to Jamaica. And Jamaica, I'm my place, and I know mean, how forget get around. And I love the production thing, but I'm here the producer, I'm here the man. Mm-hmm. Because I do my thing from back then. But I never really stream out night like that. So, but they are Jamaica, now, and they are Aquarius records. And she's so little youth, about... I hear him sing to you, and a man bring me attention to you. I hear sing, you know. I'm showing my light, you know. The voice is so unique. I'm carrying a chorus the night. And I'm singing in front of the man. I'm telling to say, yo, a bad thing about me. I hear him otherwise, you know. I'm, I never know how many melodies come down. I hear him from the song name. What is the song name again? What is the song name again? From mm-hmm. um, with Spin, With gluten with, um, and stitch and all of them the song. you stereo one? Stereo one. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, from time to time, at was one So now, you know, when I see, see my career, I never know so how to that once one. And then, book now, I hear advice and, and tell my mama, tell me, say, yo, to and then, you that when the was one and nice to know. Thing and then we meet them now, and going to say, yo, we we'll are we'll you know, yeah. And then, for I, at the time, they are going to try lot. I never know that him have some problem or whatever, but we try help him, through problems, and things. But too much of advice and everything. Yes, I say right, you know, I some something with him. I mean, Mikey mic, to the store and put mother and girls together and make him vocal it. It take him a while to invite a song, you know. I remember one song, it would take him a while, but we have to make my rhythm here where I put out the tune and all with him. And then we get Mother and Girl together and fit up Mother and Girl on the night. And then we would do around three hours, and we would take But me voice a song, me voice a rhythm, and I um, the words vice, a theme with him. We well, had one of my concept, some, concepts, and make some money, of talking, talking. And then, quote the melody, come in and the studio almost say, Alright, we have a, a to make him voice a truth, and Mother and girl, this is modern Mother girl come from. And then, boom, Mother and girl. There were three songs they put out the same time. Major was Robert French, and quote the melody. And the Mother and girl, and the the, 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 the rough and tough take off. Mm-hmm. And made to stick off the behind it. And you know, the two songs and me, go on and go on. But the modern girl and the rough and tough is the two songs that stand
0: out and everything. And then they say, Go oh. right there. Because even you brought it up, Major Worries, make some money. come. Major Worries is one of my favorite DJs from well, back then. I favorite youth that too, you know, yeah. favorite youth. And the thing with that, you know. You understand? Cause the thing with him, he wasn't a big artist per se at that time there, when you had voiced him, how do you even connect with a major worries to put that song out now? The major
1: worries, you know, I just see him, bridge Metal, met I mean, um, really include him to uh, jammies because I was the one that I keep going to jammies cause I'm near sing, I sing for jammies too, you know, I'm mm-hmm. um, singing songs for jammies and, um, Major worries was one of the artists when he, in that busted place, he I mean, doesn't grow. And the sound system, he I might mean, grow and I mean, come on. I mean, she said, Come on. And he might want to do the song, like, imagine, one kid, yeah, kid Ralph, and, and whatever. He would say, And he mm-hmm. I was saying, and say, No, who needs to fight a yota? And we call him up the night and he we said, Well, I want to fight some drone and come. And from coming at the studio, and with the day I would will start vibes from there. So, and Major Words was the artist that I was grooming to really become the big star in Jamaica. And was sadly, to know that, you know, in myself, and we never get to really finish up an album or
0: whatever. But still, I have songs in Major Words that not released. Okay. Yeah. How many did you actually, how many major worry songs did you release? Two. It was two. It was the one on the Modern Girl and the other one was on the... um Teach you Teaching Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was really your artist that you are going to say, OK, you know what? Let's bring him to the forefront and really make him that big star that you know he is.
1: Well, it was my artist, and it was Jamie's artist. Yes, he was singing on Jamie's and all those stuff. Well, it was Jamie's artist, but him coming along and doing them up for me and him kind of like our vibes too, you know? So we you know we'd have reach for our because we have some good tunes with Jamie's ever house, you know what I mean? Because, like, um, like the. Um, it the teacher with mother and mother and girl read really, him them two songs there and them song there did well you know out there and build up them steam and build up them steam. But if you never drop out them song they be big, big song. Because I'm gonna profound them and do a lot behind them. So, you know, that's only one of the things that really sad about with the passing of major wars, because we know that it was gonna be
0: one of the biggest things out of Jamaica. Because a lot of artists, if you look even to this day, has uh, some form of an influence from a Major Worries to this day. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was
1: a that man, Major Worries. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them was around Major Worries, from the Admiral Bale to Shabarangs to all of them. Mm-hmm. Them know themselves, you know, that like Major Worries was a boss.
0: Mm-hmm. That's wild there. Even talking about teaching you rhythm. did you actually produce the Barrington Levy on the Rhythm too?
1: No, I never purchased the Barrington leaf. I, didn't mm-hmm. I think um, that Barrington leaf was produced by I think, um, Bobby. I think mm-hmm. it was Bobby Digital. Mm-hmm. That, um, that was not mine. No. Mm-hmm.
0: You just had a, a cut of the rhythm and you were producing some songs on it. That's right. Got you there. Big stuff. You're doing a lot of big stuff. This is another monster song in your catalogue, but this one is now a combination with you and Clement Irie. Bun and Cheese. But I'm going to give you full disclosure. I spoke to Clement Irie a couple months ago. He gave me his version of the song. I want to know your version of how this song came around. All right.
1: Well, this song. Oh, boy, Clement Irie came to me with a song. And I said to him, that, you know, I'm not singing over the song, you know. Because, you I'm singing this, um, this song. And it was a dover song. Her angel, and my thing was, I want to come original at all times. Mm-hmm. I never intend to sing no song over, but it means sis. Why come man, never bad children, and I could do this thing. And Clementine was my artist and produced song before um, the bun cheese, mm-hmm. which was, um, mm, eh, 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 if you follow me. Mm-hmm. And, from this I know, said to Boy, I'm going to talk and put on the song. I said, what's the, the, what the said, <S-Sí-hui>, But guess what no mm-hmm. When, 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 him bring up that part, you know, said, you know, I'm going to sing something, I'm going to sing you you know, I'm to sing you know. And then we um, go right playland in upstate um, New York. Mm-hmm. Before I even go into the studio with Clementaro with this song. And I hear um, you know, the mad then make a boat mm-hmm. and you go in there and you sing the song. If you sing the song, then leave your prize.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Sabert Angel song come up in front of me um, before even in and me mention it, you know. Okay. And, I sing the song and I get a prize. So I know I didn't have the song and didn't be done. I already had to master the song in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So when he comes to me with the song, I'm, again, I may think about it. I said, sure. Because <laughs> I'm like this meant to be in a man. I said, this brother had to pest me about this thing, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I said, sure. I not Anyway. When up, I'm going to i say, a danger, danger, will you be mine? And, you know, and I'm going to no, me, Cheese, and i say, I'm going to I'm tell, tell you about Tune. I'm say, all right, Mr. i right. "'Me produce a song. Mm-hmm. Me produce a song. For Live events and all of them to put out overseas here. Mm-hmm. Me producer produce song. And then all of a sudden, we see chemists come up on the song. Chemists are going to mix the song. But they take us some of my credit, right? That's all. But it's just that I'll
0: Anyway,
1: mm-hmm. put out the song, and the, me tell the man when to put out the song. Because he said to me, say, When do you think I should put on the song? I said, Put it out an Easter. Mm-hmm. And when he put out the song, on Easter in England, mm-hmm. Never get a call and the man across out of a bad word. Yeah. And the man say, yo, this song, a big tune, big, big tune. And neither one the man, the one of the song of boss of England. Man I meet them chess. And when I, mean I start meeting my chess set because I produce the ah. song. Of course. And then all of a sudden, we get so much. Things because so we get a platinum record in England, mm-hmm. we get a gold record in England, we get all of them accolades in England, and I go all of the big time things i in mean, England. I'm going to reach England, all different types of people want to see and all of these things. The first show me do in our own place in mm-hmm. I don't even know if that place still exists. People, our girls I are going to my pocket and, one, one, yo, that was one of the two that of Mush England, Mush mm-hmm. England, i me saying England, and um, Entourage, and Richard Airport, and all of these things. So it was a good vibes, but the um, Jesus, so that you really come across, you know, what a Clementary come with the, 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 the energy and the vibes.
0: Yes. You see, your version and his version is basically the exact same version. Because he told me that you didn't really want to do because you didn't want to sing over somebody's song. That's exactly yeah. what he told me. Yes, ma'am. I never want to sing over nobody's song. Mm-hmm. I'm Because I say,
1: you know, I'm here, them guys. What's their name again? I'm um, with Bell, Beef and What's their name again? New Edition. Was, uh, new Edition. Mm-hmm. New Edition, Them sing the song too. Mm-hmm. And I said, well that you know, we can't but I them song. You know. But we, mm-hmm. we did, we, I did well to the song. Mm-hmm. And Clementary Malay like, mass time thing and did well so so the song become real on point and the song it big time. Mm-hmm. And we use our one song and tour the whole place. You know. That's good. we take off the song named Life off at the number one spot in England and we read for the British. Um you know that song Life, Life Is What In Me. That's um
0: Um those two Daddy Freddy and Friday and Mighty. Mm-hmm. Something like mm-hmm. that.
1: Mm-hmm. And we take that song off the number one spot. Off. We are on England.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: England now mush up with bun and Cheese. We buy bun and Cheese. <laughs> but but I'm just but I'm just all that people who care so much every year in England still play. That
0: is a big, big song. Big song. Big, big, yes, big big song. Big big song. How come you guys never did a follow-up or something else like that after the song?
1: <laughs> Clementine, no, we cannot have big tune, you no. Clementine. Sometimes Sometime over, so Wallow and sometimes and some breaks. But you know what Clementary, but you know, this when we expect no song, we'll get a deal, you know, with um it was this company profile. But mm-hmm. I we get a deal with me and Clementary to do an album. Because we got to look for the deal and everything. And with me and my from tune and when me um Jamaica is like commenters, the vice on the tune for Bobby Digital. And then this that made me feel decided, you know, that's the only thing Clementine had do. Mm-hmm. But otherwise on that, my grandchildren, friend still love him, but I never want him if he just stick to him he still you know. And I was him, say, Yo, this is in England, we could just do this and we could just dominate England certain way. It would happen, but I just say you no. Know, everybody had an ego you know, at, at time, and a at times and things happen.
0: It's just one of those things, but it's definitely one of those songs that's a monster song in your catalog. Yeah. You know, I'm going to bring up a name that most people probably don't even remember or haven't heard from in a long, 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 long time. Commander Shad, Ignorant. Okay. (laughs) How did you even come up? How did you guys come up with producing that song and how did you even link with somebody like a Commander Shad? Because after that song, I didn't hear about him before, nor after that song.
1: Alright, the Commander Shot song That that is not history. That song was, I, like, I, I co-produced that song, but that song was um, Kennedy. Kennedy, yep. He's the one who, I would say, I would give more credit to the song. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't in Jamaica at that time when that song made. Mm-hmm. It was Kennedy. You understand? But it's just that he was working with me in collaboration so this is how the production team was, You know, I just spread my wings with other people to do this stuff for me and things used to happen because I have to travel all over the place. Mm-hmm. So that song really is, I give this Kennedy.
0: that credit for that song. Another one. Okay. Everybody, a lot of people talks about this, but again, I want to hear from your point of view, bourjois first single, The Ruler. How did that come around now? The ruler is
1: to Clementary again. and Clementary I spark. I was a big time. I going to Clementary house at Whitehall Avenue. And when I go Clementary, I see the kid, Bougie Banton, hmm. sit on the uh, right at the house. Um, um, there was like a under staircase thing. And the door was under the staircase like. I'm sitting down there and I say, what's up, kid? And he looked up me and told the alcohol you to the uncle's cruel face and say, oh, I said, what's wrong? And he said, you can't can, like him and Clementary have a talk with our Clementary neighbor. Mm-hmm. So and my assistant said, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like me my father beat him or something, something. I don't know what it told that father must lock him out or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was something to the sort um, I said to Clement, they would I'm not bad, DJ, and I can't need you. I said, yeah. yeah, so I said, You old man, you can't need you. And so, yes, yeah. so Clement, I read you know, on Bring him at the, the, mm-hmm. the studio in the night. And then bring him a couple of students at the night. And as I come, I say, You can't need you, every two. I said, Go around there. You me to often? And I'm going around the studio. And when I'm going to the studio now, I start to out. Hmm. And I'm say, yes, I can lead you for i I'm recording. I'm recording, I'm going to put out him first single with True VP. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting like a buzz and thing. and you know, that was one of the first
0: encounters with Butcher Banton. Do you ever produce any more songs with him, or it was just his first one? Um,
1: I, 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 no, that was just, we have other, uh, um, takes, but we never really have a solid song. Mm-hmm. So that was the first song with
0: Bojo Mountain. Got you there. Because even before we even leave, because I know you migrated to the States and stuff like, the same Junior Reed, Half Pint, Michael Palmer situation, was it still going on? Was it only that one song you'd put out for them, or there was other songs that you'd put out for them at that time also? For so, oh, Michael Baum, I mean, yeah, no, for because remember, you'd put out the them the rough like me that was that was aimed towards Julian oh. Reed, half by oh, Michael I Palmer. Did, did you put out yeah. any other songs that was aimed towards him at that time?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna put out some other songs. They might push, 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 but then can't push. I over, no way, and they might push, 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 push but they can't push. I'm with you again. Yeah, I have some songs that I throw at them and have some darts that I throw at them balloon and I bust them, so you know. <laughs> yeah, they give me inspiration for the whole of things, and me give them thanks. I always love them and always care about them and always think about them because they move me to do more, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you guys ever have a all-out clash on stage or one of the shows or anything like that before? No, we never.
1: There was, was some musical vibe here. You know, you have them different. Them, they, they used to segregate themselves away from me. in you know, way we were. When them come to the future, and them have a part of me. They're on one side, all my own, you know? <laughs> but it was... Just an a, 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 um, artist thing. Every yeah. man underneath, every man, all them, 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 one lane and everything, and that whole energy. But them, you know, there, we admire them because them change the business to a different level and they make artists have more to achieve in you know, the business because what they do, what junior, uh, Michael, and, 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 and um, Aspiring mm-hmm. they make the promoter you know, say them deserve more money and deserve better. And them cannot step up the thing. And even me you now start lick and it step up to another level too. So most of the artists are messy coming at the game you now and start. It's over we. Mm-hmm. Or them start eat food after we And we start it and we start saying, Yo, we deserve more. It's like we at the business and we start revoluting Now we and tell the promoter say, Yo. Start doing a little bit more. And other mm-hmm. artists come after that and the things start growing, grow and grow and grow, grow till artists not get how much millions of of services mm-hmm. each and everything, But it was a good energy. And Michael Palmer read, never forget them. Love mm-hmm. them. The net murder them.
0: Big, big, big. So then, all of this stuff, all this great stuff, is going on for you in Jamaica. You're doing a lot of stage shows. You're flying around. So, why did you decide to migrate at this time here now? Family, mm-hmm. What's your
1: name? My family. <laughs> well, my family was like, well, the first son with this lady. And Marlene, if a married her and thing, and But she never want to let me I my last one. So I miss I'm just under at all you don't go soap opera. <laughs> 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 so well, I'm there to and I sit towards, hey, you and know, I can't stay so still. You we know, have to bolt out, you know. Which I feel lonely and all of these things. But we still have to do shows you know, the place, you know, in the place. In New York City, you we know, get artists of the year and you know, every time I do and work. So, So I still have do the things that I'm not flying in Canada. But every time we fly out to know. the place, we leave our home know. and I'm going reach out the place. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> We said, we get away, take. You know, like, the Missouri, um, with a farm jet turn here, I mean, jumbo jet. We said, away, take, and the jumbo, and that'll take come here. Sometimes I'll upstairs, I'll in my room, and chill off, and take off, and bring you know, them here. The keep my upstairs, you know, the hotel phone. I'm Mr. French. You have your wife in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> because of trust, you know? She never trusts me because I'm always a lover, but I don't know the girls, and are little love me, but I don't know. <laughs> because I love really, you know, mm-hmm. to talk my energy with them and think. I don't know, I'm always love them and think because. Woman, and it's always, crowned always crown them queen, so mm-hmm. that's it. But that was one of the moment. I become American and sit down to with the lady and she have the kid, and all of these things. I try to be a father and all of that. And up to this day, you know, you mm-hmm. would grow to become a mm-hmm. man now and think and look up me and say, boy, dad. So I still have that rooted thing where I never link my son or the lady me stand out as a, as a father come here group and come say that you know still mm-hmm. respect me. So that was another moment why I come to America. Mm-hmm. But I already want to come to America and I come tear for the first time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the time them I from here and tear that up and I, I say, oh well, when I wanted to visit, I could just come and go, you know. Mm-hmm. But she wanted me to come to Mm-hmm. And I me, didn't mean, I didn't to just come to you and I said, you I didn't mean to come to live.
0: <laughs> it's a different pace at that time, especially there's no, you there were studios around because where were you based? In New York? No, I was based, yeah, in New York, Mood Vernon. But you okay. know, it looked good for me, you know, in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm.
1: Because after all of that, you know, we come them we no, no. getting involved with the, with the hip-hop, and, you know, we put on the first every day song reggae. Me and every day and, and make introduce every day with Supercat. Mm-hmm. me introduced him with Bojo and them thing. And we have one of the big tunes with everyday, and with every day, me all up and him, the me him that every day was my bon and cheese. Every day they love the song the bad. Mm-hmm. And I the underground in New York and do a show with Clemente and everybody come there and meet me. And I said, You see, come from Mount Vernon. And I said, yeah, man, I come from Mount Vernon. And there, and the, obviously, so my wife did live. Mm-hmm. My ex wife, I should say, did live. And then after all of that, now, i Come in, make me do something, and in start link up and start bundling the place with him and start going on the road with him and all of these things. Everything was one of my great, great, great preaching to and love the U.S. to dance. I mean, dead, when i rest in peace in a car, I sort of things set in The car. You there, I tell you, may I tell you, In my heart, boy, I tell you, I love in heart, you know.
0: For real, because I know you did a, a remix or a refix of Modern Girl. This was with Courtney Melody, Heavy and D dear, and Brigadier Jerry. Brigadier yeah, Jerry, yeah. I, I do that production also. Yeah, and
1: um, that release on the VP, Sony, Japan and all over the place. But it was a good project too. In Australia, keep Heavy keep D in the Jamaica roots. Mm-hmm. I got here and I love the energy and him just went off do just, just some reggae music and and the first one who bring him out on the reggae. And it's I'm the first one who bring out a lot of them, Grand Pooba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bring a Grand Pooba. I, I have a song with Grand Pooba named, Cry No More. It's on the sample, VP sampler, I think it's 13 or something like that. And it's on single two. Mm-hmm. And it did well all over the place. I don't want to cry, cry no more. Big tune. And I did one with, with Jeff Red. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm um, the over you with Mary Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that same rhythm. And you know, I get a lot of experience on the hip hop market, you know, because I used to encounter with Puff Daddy a lot. He needs to come in store a lot. Because at this time,
0: you had I the record was, store.
1: Right, the record mm-hmm. store in Melbourne. and record store moving on. So we have every artist come there. We think of all of them, the big Daddy Kane, all of them walk through the store. And we have like um uh Christopher Williams, mm-hmm. we have um what the guy name again, uh, um um uh, that that R and B thing with the mm-hmm. what's his name again, man? Can't remember my name, but anyway, we have you know, the YGs, yeah, a lot of a lot of hip hop stars, and, and alongside the near J and all of them come to the store. Jeffrey, everybody—that's crazy. Puffy, Mary, Heavy D, everybody, Grand Cuba, everybody. all these people, all these people come to the store. All these people, and I want to—I forget some of the stars, but they mm-hmm. still was there with us. You know, even case. Yes. Okay. I I my store in practice every day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What was that the name of the record store? Um, 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 it was French French Records.
0: French Records. Yeah. And you were selling reggae
1: and hip hop at that time? Reggae, hip hop, everything. Hmm. I know so much about hip hop and r and everything. Yeah, because it's one just a store that
0: sells all of that. Yes. And you said you were the one that linked um heavily to Supercat. How did that happen? Yes,
1: well, everybody come to my store, and um, one night I say a little tree in the Bronx, mm-hmm. and I ended up at the tree. And everybody said to me, say, Mr. King's a super cat, and said, Let link up super want to meet super So I'm gonna go over there to super, and Mr. Super. Everybody, you well, are link with you, you know, super say, Oh. No, you don't know, super, they do it. I mean, because the thing was, oh, I'll meet the body right now. And I said, no, super, you have to meet this Virginia. This Virginia lands every day. And that's them they link up. And say, all right, bring him in, I'm going to bring him in. And the two of them start link from there. So, and the thing chip off, big battery. And, yes. and them start rock the place. And every day, they push out him, invest with super cattle. Get the thing going, and that was it. That's crazy because I know you get and even get Supercat with Puffy for the um soundtrack with Notorious BIG and and all of them. That's everybody will link all of that together so that Supercat could come in and do all of that.
0: That's crazy. And all of this is basically because of somebody linking up at a record store. You introduce to somebody, and it just goes on and on and on.
1: On and on and on. That's why. Till it crisscross. And she saw Supercat must be time. Mm-hmm. a Supercat. Yeah, but it's a my link. My link makes everybody know Supercat. But a lot, of, a lot of times we are super and them not talk it like it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? If talk like it is, I mean that we And I mean, meet every day, I mean know everything, but every day. I and mean every day I did mom and fly, fly every day, brother was my manager. Okay. So all of that, we should fly go all over the country, fly go Belize and all of them things with me and fly my ads. Cause they are miles. You understand? So I'm the one who make all the link.
0: That's crazy. You're the one with the record store, and then you just put everything That's together. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Puffy is a man that come piece up. Bad boy, I order him have a son. We put the at big hat on him and the big shoes, I must put him up on the flyer. And bad boy, all of that just piece up in my record store in Mount Vernon, has all of them kids, mm-hmm. Puffy, the whole of them, and come right under my wings in my store.
0: That's wild there because I know you have an album. This was I think you produced it, but it was put out by Russ, the one with you, Heavy D and Friends.
1: Right. That's me put on that album and I give it to Russ to distribute. So um and and at that time, you know, um Mr. Arafab, you know. Was supposed to do a big video with me at Heavy D, and it would get an um, art surgery at the time, and never happened. But the song was under us, and the album was all doing well at that time, and still around and doing what it's doing, you know, because I, I one really go hard out and put out that um, album.
0: That's crazy. You and Heavy D and Friends on an album. That's that's big right there still. And again, it's just because this is why I like to have these conversations. Cause we hear the music Big Heaven with Bradwood, with Super Cat, Frankie Paul, Heavy D. But again, we don't know how these things actually really, really, really came together. What happened? How did we get here? But we're jumping up and dancing to these songs every night. Robert mm-hmm. mm-hmm. French make it possible. Because if
1: it was a metal Super cat, it, it would happen. And I'm that did do different. That in a life, but I was the one who was right there mm-hmm. at the time to say, Well, super, meet everybody, every meet super. I so me love super cat, you know. I mm-hmm. definitely, it's a super cat fan. Yeah, love super. Super, I'm a D, I'm a, a G <laughs> like that. You see me? Mm-hmm. So, um, I just want to make the link and I proudly make the link and it happened.
0: Mm-hmm. You didn't produce anything with Supercat though. No. Mm-hmm. Never produced anything with Supercat. It was just one of those things that didn't just didn't happen.
1: It yet. Didn't happen you know. yet. Yet. Yeah. It never it, it never happened because um what it mm-hmm. happened is that Supercat is what I like about Supercat him all is um put out him all to get things on egg mm-hmm. level too, you know? in mm-hmm. in him like thing and I know mean, that produce himself too and other tip, but we you know in the all his the thing well put together and everything and we did respect that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. This is another big series that you were involved with, the um Reggae Platinum series. I think it was volume one to four.
1: Right. For artists I did only. all of them. Yeah, I did all of them. Um I put all
0: of them platinums and
1: all of them go to the mailboard.
0: Yeah. Did how did you link up with Artists Only to actually start to work on something like that?
1: Oh, I'm... Um, I, um, I linked up with Artists Only to my manager. I used to have a manager named Mike mm-hmm. And, um, I used to be at November Records too. There was another company named November Records. And when I leave November, I go to, to Artists Only. And <laughs> this is how these guys know was around it was um, Jerry McCarthy. He was at um, Quest, mm-hmm. Capital Records, and um, these guys come over and found this farmless label, artists um, only, and they was looking for producers who can do the thing. And my manager linked with them, and then I get to know them, and then from there it happened.
0: Start putting off songs. Mm-hmm because I know Morgan Heritage, there's, there's, how many artists do you work with on those series here? Man, I work with a lot of artists and I work with some producers too, because mm. um,
1: it was uh, so quick that we actually put out one platinum. You have to prepare the next one and I have my album to do also, and I have other uh, artists. So, some of the tracks I would produce, and some of them I take them from different producers too, mm. and put a comparison together.
0: Because that was a time when reggae gold was around. So I guess there was reggae gold and reggae platinum. I'm the one who came with the idea. I <laughs> put it <the> in platinum.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I sit there with Dale Ashley and Jerry McCarthy one day, and i was like, oh, we, we, we need to do a series. I'm going say, yeah, well, I'm going to do a series, but I'm going to do the Platinum now. Hmm. Because you don't have to go already. You know, the Platinum is the highest thing. So Christine is my good friend also. I'm hmm. VP and we go to school together. But I wasn't working with them as much as oh, I should. We were doing a lot. but. At that time, I didn't want a little change just to see what's happening on this side at all. Mm. And with artists only, was a change. Mm. So I started to um, do some production. So that was the production I cope with. And then I started linking up producers from Jamaica to come up and give artists all this stuff. And they saw that artists only get on a go, mm-hmm. get big, because they have Jammies, they have Bobby. We have other people giving them stuff. And I was the one that did um behind the scene doing all of that um um, um what do you call it um grouping every um producer, mm-hmm. you know um that um company rotating and growing and going and going. So
0: I just it was a good vibe again. For sure, definitely. Even Right now, did you have your distribution company at that time, your French distribution also?
1: <laughs> yes, I did. I was in Jamaica, yeah. Mm-hmm. The French distribution is a part of it. I see. this is Robert French. Though. I always think about going iron. iron. I always think about doing something productive. Mm-hmm. So the distribution company, what I set in Jamaica it was just the right time to m- make sure whatever I produce in Jamaica, I could distribute to other companies. So I start the VP, I still have the Artisol, I still have uh, the Jetstar, I have all the companies, I just make the records and ship them to them and say, guess what? Means a distribution, just like (laughs) all. Now let's try to do something that make them think. I know, so, You know, the idea is i uh, yeah, well, it's a bride there and just know, sir, boy, yo, this is my friend. This is a rubber friend. Don't trust me. I'll do things and just to make you understand, say, yes, I can do it. Mm. Yeah, so take so I, I push my foot into the distribution company. Then I'm the distribution company because the catalog is big you know?
0: Yeah. Big and wide. Yeah, because talking about the catalog, I know that you did some early work with um, Cut Your Ranks and Johnny P and those type of guys there too.
1: Yes, I did and i did uh, a wooly Parks man wooly parrots mm. wooly parrots jamison nembern jack luciano Cibla, luciano mm-hmm. um why well, I, I mean well it's all some mid um, midens bro Brown,
0: there's mm-hmm. uh, salmon um, okay name. What was it? What was that feeling like now where Barris had first gave you the song you want to go record it for Joe Gibbs and you came back recorded some stuff for him? But now it was your turn to say, Okay, Barris, come record for me, which was over you. What was that feeling like to now have Barris Hammer recording for you now? I I know, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you something. It's the Barris
1: Hammer. I you the that that turned my hand. It was one of the the freedom because, gets what? Enough people don't know where my someone come from. Mm-hmm. Me man I some come from. We are walk. <laughs> yeah. We are walk from across from Arthur Tree to Swallowfield and walk come back. Yeah. And oh no Jamaica well and know Kingston, Jamaica I've known that walking from Arthur Tree to Swallowfield and walk from Swallowfield back to Alfredree. That's a long walk. <laughs> yeah. You get me? And we just so see people on you know, the bus, and they might say sometimes I say, well, if you're telling me friends, and, and you to you know, my friends, my bike, yeah. You know? And, you know? People say, so me? And we never watch that. We just exercise exercise. Mm-hmm. and that make a man could always do what he can do. And me could always do what he can do. And I'm people. And I take my time. Mm-hmm. And within that time, but it was my, my party with me and many people. do our whole patina, do would go all over the place. And I was thinking, yes, I'm on the street. People laugh and pop up, but that other man smell like a sea kid. But I'm a brother. I'm mm-hmm. a brother. a like that. I'm beef
0: is there any one advice Barris Hammond's ever given you about your career or music or anything that you, to this day, you still follow that advice?
1: Yeah, I just hold up my head and, mm. and, and stick to what they can do best. And say, so, you know, listen, make sure anything you put out for the people they you put out good. So mm-hmm. Not do the people and nothing for table, you see? You know, you're of them not really a piece of love with you. Give them things with them to love with you because you want it's a record. Anything you put in a library, it's all it's gonna be there and they're gonna try it over and over for the next mm-hmm. 40, 50 years or more. So give the people
0: them good music. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Even because you've been doing stuff late seventies, eighties, nineties and stuff. How do you even connect now? This is way later down. How do you even connect with somebody like mm, we're gonna go random here, like Sisla? Because he's from a totally different generation from you doing different stuff. How do you connect with him?
1: Well, yeah, Sisla, um, I'm from Nanigal Gardens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Sisla and my brother used to go to school mm. and some other kids from Nanyville Gardens. Caveman was my other son from Nanyville Gardens. Mm-hmm. And I used to sing on Caveman, I used to give him the dub plate and all of that. And you know, most military sound named era, me like and grow. So mm-hmm. this is what happened now. Sidla and all of these guys were to school together. So Sidla when him start um talk on the sound system now, him come to Nanyville mm-hmm. and the man and friends um, and out in an and I go down there you know, and hear this youth and I'm so much songs. i to look at them say, What are you mad? am I mean, you might need you some song. I'm saying, What do you want? So I always insist that boy, you know, carry am a carriota, i carry a carriota, so talented and mad, 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 mad. Mirafile, that time Sizzler, Sitler the whole place I run red. Everybody harassed and all of them Them Rass me before them doing it. We're gonna get into that after the season, uh, yeah? So when we when, when when we record Sizzler and no one thing, no, I say, yo. That is one of the great achievements in making the production talk. Uh you know, mm. having Sizzler in you know, the catalogue, it was always a blessing. So I said Sizzler, one of my artists though. Love Sizzler. Love him.
0: And was sizzler the link to Luciana and Jacky or that came differently? No. Well, Sizzla was just a link to Caveman. Mm-hmm. And from
1: that point of uh a step over to um Jacure, because oh only link with Jacky, link with to Mary someone still. Mm-hmm. No, I link him before Mary Salmon. Okay, and then I go to marry someone and I see marry someone. I record him too. You understand? What I link him from um, Jamieson, mm-hmm. and over um, judgment yard, could Keep it on. Mm-hmm. I stop at judgment yard. You know, it's judgment yard We on.
0: No, he's um Davidos.
1: Davidos,
0: it's his last David judgment. O's. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. No, I mix them up. Davidos, we meet um um. Jack Yorah mm-hmm. and um, Jamiesu. And I mm-hmm. link from the time I mean, there with um, Josephine and all of them youths, and we have to do the production. And then now, we never record Jack Yor at that time. I was going to Mary someone. And I am over by Mary from family Jack Yor, And I say, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to do something to my dad. Mm-hmm. And that called me and I said, hey. And I said, cool. So me, you know, I'm I did i remember something in the now. They told me I to do something the And I come across and I come and do something with girlfriend and them you are tough. So, so me, and, and know. Me I told me I'm now. I'm lotion i Luciana for a long time. i mm-hmm. supposed to release, i um, it's supposed to lotion for a mother and From those times? Yeah, I'm never get a for of the youth, and then me the and puppy pop the place. Mm-hmm. And then I say, Wow, well, I forget some lotion. And lotion is a blessed youth again, to Bless, bless. I love him, I salute him. You know, lotion will come across and do some tune for me, and, you know, and they tune him nice. Moving out of Babylon and all the meat. Mm-hmm. And, and so, many of have a good link. And Ocean with stand Stando that
0: one Jamaican great, For sure. And even aren't you related to um, Pat Kelly? Yes.
1: hmm I'm a cousin. Yeah. My cousin. My me cousin that. And um my auntie son and um in married him French. Mm. Yeah. And one um, time I asked him, Oh, you know, name French, you name Kelly. I <laughs> <laughs> never even know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, in, through the fatherling, why I named Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, so, that's him say, Yo. Oh. And he you also, know, all along, when Pat Kelly I've busted the place, I never really have seen him because he might travel all over the place, England, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I um, never gave him a scene like that. But oh, when we get Chrissy Pat Kelly, it's like, um, one day I'm traveling on the airport. I'm meeting them, I'm saying. Nah, you I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, oh, yeah, I'm a family. I'm saying, yeah, my I'm a yeah, family with <laughs> children. I know. this. didn't so, miss a link. But we never get to do much. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hurt me a bit, you know, because we never get to share the experiences, you know. Mm-hmm. She my hands with the man share is with me, you know, because I didn't want to do with him. Mm-hmm. And I never get to do so. But right, my cousin wanted to make a star.
0: Anybody else in your family is a notable singer, artist, producer, musician, or anything?
1: No, I think. You know, well, I, mean, I like it, you know, because I'm <laughs> 27. Now, you know, I am mm-hmm. not spit out so much, so I don't even know where I are right now. Mm-hmm. But we have some I, I, I hear about some friendships huh? mm-hmm. and um I, it's a way that I don't even know some of them and I hear some of them I do music otherwise and all of that so, mm-hmm. stuff. go hmm Wait until I button them up and then them cancel the boys. I mean do this to reveal themselves to me that me can't say to myself, yeah. But when I really know of none. So to speak, we may really sit down and raise a weight mm-hmm. at this point in time. now. I'm not particularly alone so far. But mm-hmm. I hear a French doing classical music in England. Okay, He can look him up. He has some meetings going on in England, mm-hmm. and I don't know how oh, the family structure with him if he's a cousin or if a brother or who missing? because my father passed, so it's like. The link and the family trend is like where uh, it go in a way where we ask questions. But i will get to the point. I mm-hmm. you know if it's a real link to one of my family, them son or nephew, my family nephew are whoever I miss. Yeah. I don't know really. Some form but, of link. Yeah, but a French under some classical music and I'm big in England.
0: hmm Okay because you've had this wonderful career from late seventies, right? now, you did crazy producing. You had your record store and all that, but for a while you were off the scene as in, you weren't really recording too much yourself, but now fast forward to 2022, you came up with a new song. All right. Every day of my life. And let me tell you what I think when I, when I hear this song here, it's like a classical Lover's Rock song with that big sound, that big feel where it makes you feel like this is Lover's Rock right here.
1: (laughs) Again, I think it's embarrassing because this is a a link with me and all of this is like um, Mm -hmm. I said to myself, you know what? Mm -hmm. If you give people something, make time, you know, Mm -hmm. because they can't come back out without a man. Mm -hmm. So this was a song. I, Dean, and all I've liked is sun. and the song will come up again. And I said, Well, you know what? It's a song. I mm-hmm. um, just come put some on a little
0: farm and And boom. You're right there. And how is the song doing right now? It's doing well, enough. it's doing well.
1: It's doing well all over, and I'm getting some good reception from the song. The song is in the Florida chart, it's in the New York charts, and it's going all over the place. England is doing well, and France. I get to understand that it's doing well over there. Jamaica, it a boss Jamaica. Who mm-hmm. our people loving the song? Um, as we speak, tomorrow I'm doing an interview on the bridge here in Jamaica. I think we're going to do some I R F M
0: and all of the stations. So it's doing well. The groundwork. Because when you listen to it and you said, okay, you've been linking with Bears for like 40 years now, now it all makes sense. Because this, if you took off your voice and put on Bears Hammond's voice, it would match perfectly the same way because it has that type of Lovers Rock energy to it. Produced proper, sounds nice and big with the vocals, the production, everything is good.
1: Right, because after in come learning you know learn it you know i and even when I go close to Paris you know I hear it's just like for him to do a production and you sit by him and see what he's doing and all of that you know it was all a great experience to you know that there is someone always love the big sound you know always love things to come together as refined as possible to get that perfect sound and melody to go there. So listening berries, it made me advance mm-hmm. because it, it was all elder for me. And near one of the you two have grew up on them. So if me learn from him, that means it means I don't mm-hmm. made the tick. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn all of the things that we do and all of this. Look things that we put together and make the song work. So, mm-hmm. so I think them bears so I think them friends.
0: They a fit. <laughs> <laughs> if we're good friends, we must. Could okay, I'll give you a thing. You take back a thing, and everybody's alright. You know what I mean?
1: That's right. I, mean, I think We have a few things. I right, mean, I know that. Mm-hmm. You know, my I'm am I'm, my I'm, I'm dads. So we can't take. We can't say nothing else. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody knows. And a lot of people see me sometimes, I say, oh, you know, they're going to marry someone, or, you know, do this, say do that. Mm-hmm. No, and all the time want I marry someone. I'm out there, I'm coming jail, I'm domain, you are, you know, I come in some of things I man. because, you know, time I come and I've come to do my thing again. Mm-hmm. So, mm, this is it. And yeah. now I come with this new song, and this new song is a song where the people, everyone loves the song. Everyone, yet not one person tell me the song but, uh, I'm thinking twice. No. For anybody have me I Love the song but, you know. Say good. Something also wants to do a song where the people i love.
0: Mm-hmm. Not on for don't about then you're good. Every day of my life. Is it available? Where's it available right now?
1: Well, it's distributed through VP and it's available on all digital all digital platform. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you can go, you can get it done in the You can get it done. Um, on the you know, Spotify, the Apple, music, Apple. Apple music. Every one of them.
0: Yeah. You know, what's so, what's so crazy? You coming from record days to CD days and streaming days, and you're still going strong as a producer slash a singer. And it's just, you seem to just love what you do. Yeah, because I'm I'm
1: cemented in this business as well. And mm-hmm. this business just start me well. It made me stand out as a man and it made me understand that you don't take things for granted, you know, and you have to be more pious to really excel in this business. So it's just one of the things that I we'll, me we'll just stay and we'll say to myself, say, you know, we give thanks because mm-hmm. all this molding that I get from this business, it
0: only makes me a better man. Mm-hmm. For sure. You understand I have two last questions before I get you out of here. You've been on both sides, artists, you've been on sides as a producer. When you speak to a lot of artists, they say, oh, the producer didn't deal with them good or whatever the case is that they got robbed or whatever the case. What's the real relationship like between a producer, a musician, and an artist?
1: All right. And so, who feels it knows it. I'm a producer slash an artist, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you something. Sometimes it's not even the, you know, the, the the producer fault in it, all the things I know you do the business. Mm. And if you're not doing the business properly, you're gonna hurt the artist also because so many even room made that mistake. You give up distributor your song and you don't get the full compensation from the song. So what's going to happen to the artist? Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen to the producer? So some kind of producer feel the blunt of, of the stick with the artist. Mm-hmm. So that's how it always goes. And it's, it's not every time it goes that way either. You have some producers just take away from the artist and never give back, you know what I mean? But that's not me. I always try to make sure when I produce a song, whatever the art is supposed to get, I send them to the distributor. Because sometimes the distributor is like, you know, when they give you um, a statement, you start crying. Hmm. Sometimes, you not know, the the art and the producer's fault. Because hmm. I, this is why I have to go to distribution. Hmm. Because I want to know what's going on in the business. Hmm. And where was the hanky-panky playing, because, you know say so I thing, A lot of things on in the midriff, no? the man now behind the counter with all the, well, the money and the bag and the, the, and, and the artist's career, and the producer career too, you know? because, I mean, my, as a producer, as a career. Mm-hmm. So, you go know, behind the scene and watch what the distributor do sometimes. It, it, it wasn't something pleasing. and It was something that burdened the producer and burdened the artist. Mm-hmm. So we I'm blame just to I'm the distributor alone or we I'm blame just the producer alone. But it the table turn. It can t- turn on both sides, can mm-hmm. turn on the, the producer side too. And mm-hmm. sometimes some producer do some wicked things to artists too. It's not saying that it, every producer is still same way. Mm-hmm. You know, but some of the producers them don't want the business as good as all. Oh, Some producers know it. Because Mm -hmm. when I was coming up in the business, I have to learn the business because I'm coming from an artist stage. Just want to know what is happening on the producer side Mm -hmm. and what's happening on the distributor side. So I just have to come across and learn all of the, 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 the avenues. And then from there, I understand where and how the artists get hurt and where and how the producers get hurt. So that is just a situation I have to travel to know what is happening. Mm
0: -hmm. So it's basically so then you got to see what's really happening from an artist point of view and then also from a producer point of view.
1: Right. Another another distributor point of view, because I do distribution too. So Mm -hmm. it's all it's all on situations Mm -hmm. where some things might go well here and some things might not go well here. Mm. You understand? Because when you take an artist's song, and you bring it overseas, and you give it to a distributor, and when you give it to a distributor and a distributor put it out, and they might give you a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Back in the day, you go back home, and you see the artist, so you give him, say, four or three or You know, I say, I him to get more than that, you know? Yeah, if he get more than that, that we get from the distributor? You understand? And when you bring back, you have to take back the expenses and all of that out of what well, you do. But, you know, sometimes the business kind of funny, you know? That's why mm-hmm. sometimes it takes my time to put out my interest in me. Because if you put out your interest in other people, sometimes I think differently. And I'm say, well, why as they put out a first so i you're supposed to make millions. I'm mm-hmm. That's not how it because you have to you have to grow in the business and grow and achieve in you know, the lateness. Even now mm-hmm. the music thing, you know, it's digital and you know, everything you now, call and uh, views and all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. It's more you have to go you have to perform, you have to get yourself on the bus and perform to make that great achievement and that great amount of, of income that you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just sit down and depending on streaming alone.
0: Streaming makes you popular, but to real make the money, you have to be on the ground and go get the money. That's right. You guys, right. Last one I have here from you. you've been, I want, this is, this question is as a singer. Cause we had your producer hat. We spoke about your producer hat, but we're going to go back to your singing. When would you say has been the highest point in your career? And when would you say has been the lowest point in your career thus far?
1: The highest part in my career (sighs) When we make all of them, it sounds like bunny cheese, and rough and tough. And now I become this big tune again every day of my life. The highest part of it is when the great sounds stands out for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And the lowest part is when, you know, sometimes you get some real burn in the game, because the game comes with ups and coming down, and then it comes with some burn when taking get a burn in mm. I have to worry, mm. we'll put on our shoes on and come again. You see what I'm saying? Because you have times in a when you have great expectations, you know, but they don't really on point at the time. So you have to just know, why you're Let us do it again. Mm-hmm. Because I signed to companies already. This is the lowest point I'm talking about, not the lowest point. Mm-hmm. Signed to some record company. And when to Rick, to you sign to record company, you give them a certain amount of song. And then you come back to America and you give them chapter 11. You'll be like, Hmm. Shit. Hey, you know, they have a large of money for you too, you know. I ain't never given none to you. it never come to you because in chapter 11, you ain't not have nothing to do again. Bankruptcy, yep. You see me? So, all that plays out in the business too. Mm-hmm you know, and a lot of artists get hurt. It's it going into chapter 11
0: yeah. and
1: we have to just we and come again.
0: Like that. Mr. French, I've been searching for you, looking for you for a while, but I got an email about two weeks ago from Reggae Global, big them up Joanna and the crew over there. And they sent out the songs. say, okay, every, every day of my life. So I sent back an email. I said, yo, is he doing interviews? He <laughs> came back and said, yes. I said, wow. You know how long I've been looking to try to find this man? You know what I mean? And we found you and we had a great, epic conversation to really see things through your eyes and to see how you've done it to still actually be here and produce in 2020 from you being in the business from basically the 70s. You understand? That's right. Yeah, man. No, Thank you so much for sitting down with me today and doing this with us today.
1: Yeah, respect, muscle, and enough respect to you always. And you know, all the, all the blessings, and just keep safe and sound as I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And just make me meet again because life is all about
0: each other at the end of the road again, though. You understand. Is there any leave some contact information if they want to book you, if they want dub plates for shows, production, whatever the case, leave some contact information, any big ups, anything. The floor is yours right now before I get you out of here.
1: Yeah, I want to meet up all the people out there, you know, and um watch us and and listen to this interview because you are no silly, without you the people. I couldn't be where I'm at and I give thanks to every single little thing and all the love and the joy and the respect I get from the item them enough love and enough blessings. Wish the them safe journey and prosperity.
0: And Robert friendship coming from one love you understand leave some contact information if they want to check you out online Yes, or...
1: if you want to check me out online i'm on facebook i'm on instagram ramir french you know the name never changed and um the contact number uh contact number um, which is what a contact number Um really global mhm attending from the Reggae global with them have all contact and um that's all they can reach me you know let's go to the, the 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 social media man have all editing them twitter everywhere number mm-hmm. french
0: mr french with the two f's thank you so very much and continue to do the work behind the scenes, and we're glad that you're back in front of the scenes with Every Day of My Life. Hopefully this leads to an EP or an album or more bodies of work. You understand?
1: Yes, because um, we're coming with EP, man. We're coming with more bodies of work. Robert, it's here to stay. So I'm going to stick around and give the people a more than one, because I love the people, and I know the people that love me. So one love has always. And so uh, big up on yourself, man. Big up on yourself.
0: So let me give you an outro and get you out of here, Mr. French, because this conversation, epic, and another one for the books, and we gave you your flowers while well, you could still smell them, you understand. Respect now. Son. All right, Bob. Well, Be ladies up. and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by www.twolinesmusichut.com.